listening to SBS On The Money with Ricardo Gonsalves. Hi everyone, it is Thursday the 8th of April 2021. This is your daily 10-minute business and finance news wrap. I'm Ricardo Gonsalves. Later, properties selling at record speeds, but first to the Australian share market because it rose for a fifth straight day. It's at a 13-month high, the 200 at 6,998.8, an increase of 1%. And the market is now only down 2.3% below its record reached before the pandemic exploded back in February. Today, the miners did well, BHP up 2.6%. The bank's gained across the board and email payments was the best performer on the 200 up 5.7 percent on a broker upgrade for more on the day's action i spoke earlier with alex bakoulis the chief investment officer at lipman bergen alex the 200 breached 7,000 at one point today why are we seeing the strength look ricardo the the lead from overnight at the index level wasn't that strong but commodities have been strong in the last couple of days um, particularly iron ore and so you saw the major miners open uh, pretty strongly on the asx this morning and that really set the tone for the market here today and the banks kind of followed suit um, and strengthened throughout the morning so uh, that was the strength on our market today and the u.s futures after the close in the u.s started strengthening as well so um, um, so that was, you know, coming through across uh, broader markets as well. You know, I think if we just think about the recent strength in markets, not just today, but the last week or so, there's been a lot of strong data coming out and, and there's been a settling in the bond market as well. Fears about interest rates rising quickly have dissipated a little bit. So that's been a really positive backdrop for equity markets in the last week or so. So we're around 200 points from reaching a record high. Is that record inevitable? Yeah, look, we think it is. We're certainly pretty positive on equity markets still, um, you know, with the backdrop of very supportive stimulus, a vaccine rollout, uh, pent-up demand in economy. So, you know, there's circa $2 trillion US dollars of excess savings that has built up in the US economy um, throughout the COVID pandemic. Um, we think those things are going to combine to see accelerating economic growth over at least the next 12 months, and that's going to be very supportive for markets. So, yeah, we certainly think it's inevitable we'll move, move through that record high. So given that, how do you play the market right now and where's the value? Yeah, so I mean, so the key theme there is accelerating economic growth. So you want to be playing into that thematic. And so what does that mean? It means you want typically cyclical exposure. Um, we would include in that, you know, resource exposure. I think copper looks really, really interesting because it's got the electric uh, vehicle thematic behind it as well. Uh, global banks, we think, look uh, like good value here and, and we'll get a real leg up from that global economic acceleration in growth uh, and emerging markets we think look interesting as well. Now overnight we heard from JP Morgan Chief uh, Jamie Diamond and he had some bullish things to say about the US economy but at the same time said there'd be some inequality because of the rising home values in the US, right? What are your thoughts on that and why do we listen when this guy talks? Oh, look, I mean, I used to work at JP Morgan in, in another life. Jamie has been CEO 
of JP Morgan since 2005. I mean, he, he is four times uh, Time Magazine 100 most influential people in the world. So, and and I've seen him speak, and he's a very not only he's a very smart man, but he's a very sensible man as well. So he's certainly someone whose views are worth listening to. Um, you know, our thoughts are with regards to his positivity around the US economy. I mean, we have a similar sort of view. Um, as I mentioned before, you know, the support that we're seeing from policymakers almost underwrites um, that, that positive uh, view going forward on the US economy. So I think that's the right view to have. I mean, on inequality, look, I, I think it's a huge and increasing issue globally. Um, you know, we're very lucky in Australia that we have less inequality than in many other parts of the world and, and, a, and a very um, strong and, and inclusive um, health system. So they don't have that in the US. Um, inequality is a growing issue in the US. And I think it's really unfortunate that traditional policy to support economies um, coming out of recessions tends to support asset prices and ends up having the impact of growing that inequality, so it's it's an unintended and um, an unfortunate consequence of the way policy is, and unfortunately, policy is a blunt instrument when we're dealing with recessions. I think it's an issue that is going to continue to raise its head, and we'll ultimately see, you know, government policy response. Arguably, already has done, but we'll continue to see government policy response going forward. So, certainly, something for people to be thinking about. Uh, with regards to markets and the impact of policy. Alex Pakoulis there from Lippmann Bergen. From the share market, let's go to the property market with some interesting statistics from realestate.com.au. It says that buyer search volumes have increased 63% on its website from a year ago. Most buyers are looking for houses as opposed to apartments and nationally views per listing have increased by 6.1% in March to be 106% higher year on year. And property is selling at record speed from 71 days listed on the website 48 days. Properties selling the fastest are in the ACT, New South Wales and Victoria. For more, Laurie Lawira spoke earlier with realestate.com.au economist Anne Flaherty. So what's driving the length of time that properties are on the market? So properties are selling really quickly at the moment. Buyers are recognising that they need to make offers fast if they want to stand a chance of competing. So how does this impact first home buyers? So first home buyers are still a really important part of the market. At the moment, they still make up more of the market than investors. However, we have seen first home buyer demand start to wind back and investors pick up a little. So part of the reason for this is the winding back of government support packages. Also, rising property prices mean buyers and investors likewise need a higher deposit to purchase. So is this sustainable? It's a question we get asked a lot. Will price growth continue? And at the moment, all indicators are saying yes. So a massive reason why prices have been increasing is the low cost of debt. Now, interest rates are forecast to remain low over the next few years, and that's going to continue to support price growth. And there's also more interest in houses as opposed to apartments, isn't there? We've definitely seen an increase in demand for larger properties, properties with more space around them. The COVID-19 pandemic has rewritten the way people are working. So if instead of commuting into a CBD five out of seven days a week, you're only going in two or three days a week, 
it definitely makes more sense to have more space around you. And people are looking for that lifestyle. And Flaherty there from realestate.com.au. That is SBS on the Money for this Thursday, the 8th of April, 2021. You can follow me at Business Ricardo on both Instagram and Twitter. This SBS on the Money podcast is provided for informational purposes only. The content on this podcast should not be understood as constituting advice or a recommendation. It is not personal advice and does not consider your personal circumstances or objectives. You should contact a licensed professional before making any financial decision. Music.